Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark, and I'm here on this lovely afternoon with my friend Miles. Did this episode start yet? That's Miles, and I'm also here with my wonderful wife, Jackie. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Is that okay? That was good. Okay. You had your hand in front of your mouth at first. What about this voice? My nose is itchy. These are all good voices. Hello. Uh, and the three of us <laughs> are going to cover an episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the anime. You may have heard of it. That's right. It's on Japanese TV and Crunchyroll at home. Uh, this is going to at be... At home or wherever you're... Whatever is... It's true. You could whatever. you could watch Netflix on the bus. You I don't care. It's not whatever Netflix. device you want. Sorry, it's Crunchyroll. On your body. Yeah. Uh, this week, we're covering... Golden Wind episode 16, which is the 129th episode all of overall. What are words? I think I missed the other piece of equipment I had, the the wind screen, the, Why? Pop, the pop filter. What makes you miss it? This has been tech talk. Uh, interestingly, this episode, by the way, covers the 500, 500th chapter of JoJo's Ooh. in terms of like adapting the manga. So we will have covered 500 chapters. Happy birthday, JoJo. Happy birthday, everybody, <laughs> all listeners. This is going to be The Grateful Dead Part 2 or The Thankful Death Part 2 if you watch this on Crunchyroll. We should have a cake. And uh, don't want to, you know, listen. Look up these stands and realize they don't have awful names. That Araki knows how to write English band names. Um, but anyway, before we summarize and react to and love on the episode, we want to read some listener emails. Do we ever? And we're going to do that right now. Start with the SoundCloud. The SoundCloud comment? Oh, okay. Yeah. From last episode. Yes. Uh, this is from Kristen, and it goes like this. Hey, I can help a little on the fra bit. In the manga, Pesci calls him his aniki which is like brother and what you call your superiors in the Yakuza. You can hear Pesci say Aniki a lot. Other people say Aniki too, like Narancha to the blonde guy who tricked him into dyeing his hair blonde and getting framed. I guess for fun Italian flavor, the new English translations turn it from bro to fra. So yeah, fra is used uh, in, I think, maybe the video games or the comic, Mm. uh, the new translations of it. But yeah, here in the anime subtitles, they just translate it straight to bro. But fra is like an Italian term of endearment fra fra and let's now read this email can we can we ask this child in the hallway if it wants to be on the podcast <sighs> i don't know if the listeners can hear i think it. if we ever cover like if jojo ever makes a reference to abba yeah the baby can go abba <laughs> very good abba we, there you go. It, for listeners who don't know, we've mentioned it a few times. There's a family across the hall who sometimes... Don't have their shit together. No. Uh, well, maybe. It depends how you look at it. They sometimes unleash their child onto the rest of the apartment. And in the hallway, there will just be some little baby... Loud baby. Yelling, ah, bah, bah. Loud, loud baby. There's screaming. several babies in there, but one of them they, is they very have several, prominent. Several babies. They leave their door open. They let their babies just run wild. And yeah. it's annoying when you're trying to record a should, podcast. I should turn on the other microphone and just like <laughs> use the full length of the cord to point it right at the door. Right? Yeah. Okay. That's what we should do. Anyway, I'll so read sorry email. if you hear a baby, but we're not. It's yeah. not ours. We're not hurting anybody. Yeah, we're we're not kidnapping. We're, children. we're not neglective parents. Yeah. Um, okay. So <laughs> imagine some. If we don't mention it, and then someone is like, "Why is there a 
screaming baby in the background somebody call the police <laughs> yeah these podcast parents are terrible <laughs> yeah um anyway so the email is from uh mr gamma guy and the subject line says jojo's references and references in jojo's uh sup jjb pod crew sup sup Last episode, you were talking about encountering JoJo references in public, and I thought I'd share my experience. I'm an avid Magic the Gathering player, and while and a while back, I was playing at a local game store when some friends, uh, with some friends, when I heard a guy call out Zawardo uh, when he was playing a card called Time Stop. Unfortunately, I was too far away to tell who it was, and that group left shortly after so i missed a chance to meet a fellow jojo's fan it was probably joe taro oh uh, yeah yeah he played star platinum or dio it was actually it would have been dio he played star platinum which let him untap two lands and then he tapped it for the world but the world is joe, is dio no but joe taro says star platinum the world ah okay. so maybe it was like star platinum was an artifact that he had to put onto the field last turn and then he taps it in order to untap land, which lets him add to his mana pool. How long are you guys going to let me go on like this? I'm waiting for you to stop so that I can continue you reading You guys are this very email. polite. I was waiting for you to interrupt me. Go let ahead. Let me continue reading this email. <laughs> By the way, one of the email... I was waiting for you to pause and then me be like, anyway, so... <laughs> um, by the way, one of the emails last ep mentioned how the Beach Boys were originally the Pendletones and w- which makes me think maybe that's where Araki got Irina Pendleton's last name. P.S. I think Mark's seen it, but if Jackie and Miles haven't, this interview with Araki is both informative and funny, mostly because the girl interviewing him is extremely thirsty. He, he links to a YouTube video. I think Mark may have showed me this video. Yeah, it's the, um, she was like a big cosplayer um, and uh, sort of Fujoshi fangirl in Japan uh, named Shokotan. Um, and I think she now does music and voice acting like legitly. Um, and she did one of the Gurren Lagann themes, maybe the main Gurren Lagann theme, which is great. Um, and the video of her is that she uh, she interviews uh, Araki, but she's super hot for Jotaro. She's also dressed like Jotaro. Mm-hmm. And Araki is just a little weirded out by her, but they draw stuff together and it's pretty great. Uh, let me just finish reading. So um, he continues. PPS, every time I close my eye, the other one is held open by a fish hook and I wake up feeling vocal vocal percussion on a whole nother level coming from my mind. I had to look that up when I first looked at this email. What is it? It's the lyrics to the torture dance song that we ah. see when the guy's eye is held open by a fish hook. Ew. Thanks, Mr. Gamma Guy. I did not make that connection to Arena Pendleton, but I think you're right. I think that has to be a Beach Boys reference earlier in the comic. Good uh, catch. Speaking of fish hooks. <laughs> good catch. Very nice. That was a real uh, chub, a real <laughs> lunker of a find. I've been fishing a lot in Stardew Valley because I want to get all the fish. Nice. <laughs> and it's also a quick way to make money. You want to get all the pesci? Yeah, all the pesci. Nice. This next email is from Steven, and its subject is no subject here. Hey there, JoJo crew. Hey. So lately, I've been re-watching JoJo from the beginning on my new Blu-ray sets. The dub is pretty goofy and fun on your second watch. My wife just happened... Oh, I'm sorry. My wife... 
awful. My wife. It's my wife. My wife. No. Just happened to be in the room at the moment when Dio turned a woman into a zombie and made her eat her baby in part one. Oh, yeah. yeah that particularly great. dark moment. Since we have a 10-month-old. Oh, man. Oh, no. It bugged her a bit to see that. It traumatized her. <laughs> and the child. Since we have... <laughs> not sure how to get her to sit down with some JoJo now. Uh, yeah. Anyway, anyway, my question is, what has been the most disturbing or unnerving thing you have seen in JoJo anime, film, television, or any Ooh, other medium boy. you could think of? The constant animal deaths in JoJo used to bug me until it became almost comedic with how common it was. Yeah. This past year, I watched Devil Man Crybaby, which had some scenes that stuck with me. I won't spoil it, but the last episodes can be tough to sit through. Keep up the good work. P.S. How do you measure how heavy a red hot chili pepper is? Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. Ah. Very good. I like that. 10 out of 10. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, is that an original? Also, Stephen, uh, let us know if your baby says, ah, ba ba because then if you're across the hall, I have to say, close your door. Yeah. Okay, sometimes. I understand. Not a lot for a kid to do in the apartment. But, you know, buy a cheap house. Okay? Anyway, thanks for writing in. This has been um, Financial Advice with Mark. What is the... Yeah, it's Wait, very, very complicated. So what's the question? Uh, what is the most disturbing thing you've seen in any form of JoJo media? Um I wish I had re- thought about this in advance, but mm-hmm. I guess I guess Danny burning in part one is pretty bad. I remember mm-hmm. being pretty like, whoa, like when, when you see Danny, you don't see it in the anime as much, but in the comic, you, there's a panel of, of Danny jumping out of the furnace and he's like oh on fire. God. It's like pretty horrifying. This season is up there in terms of, because it's so much more explicit now. Yeah. I think the, the, the couple that one of them is in the ice I don't know. I think that's a sad. In the ice? Isn't it ice? No, it's not ice. It's a. It's it's like a glass. Oh, the, the rat cube. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. What cube? Are you talking about like in part four? No, in this part where the the there's oh the, the, couple. the gay dudes that get chopped yeah. up. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's messed up. But the rat cubes are pretty gross. What a rat! Oh yeah, those are gross. The too. rats like eat the people in that house, and they make them into a. There's like a rat cube in the fridge. There's a lot of gross stuff in Georgia's. Yeah, I don't like. It made me sad. The when Pet Shop killed those two dogs. Yeah, I didn't love that. That wasn't nice. That was a sad one. There were do- like dog heads. As far as disturbing though, was it who was it who fed that baby shit in part three? Kakyoin. Yeah, that was gross. It was gross, but <laughs> disturbing, oh, yeah. like something that stuck with you in a, in a bad way. Or when they shit in that in that straw where the guy's Ugh. under the ground and they shit into the straw. Oh, I didn't like that. He was trying to breathe. That was the judgment uh, stand user no. cameo. Was it judgment? Well, they, they don't shit in it. Oh, they piss right. into it. You're right, you're right. Oh, that's better. After comically putting a leaf <laughs> on it and seeing him breathe it yeah. up into the air. Um, yeah, anyway, thanks for the email, everybody. If you want to email jojo's bizarre podcast you can do that you can write to jojo's bizarre pod at gmail.com yeah no one's stopping you that's true but yourself yeah and if you email us and you get a response that's saying like that email address is not valid double check your spelling always a good idea all right should we get into the episode now should we talk about it oh is that what we do next yep okay are those our only emails yeah are we not cool anymore? I put out the last episode pretty late. Oh. I uh, I bet we're going to get emails like in, in the middle of this podcast. We probably That's will. That's happened before. I think it was um, the email from Gamma Guy came in at the last minute mark when we were recording 
mm. uh, the last episode. And I was like, we're not going back and recording that. But I'm glad because we didn't have that many this week. So we got that. Nice. Feel free also to follow us on Twitter if you go to at JJBpod. We were talking there about um, some of Araki's cross-lingual puns. How he'll use the Japanese written language to sort of give Italian or English words a secondary meaning or whatever. Anyway, this episode is the first one I've seen in a while, I don't know about ever, where we just open with the theme song. Yeah. I called it a hot open because it's not a cold open. True. I don't know if they call it that in the industry, but yeah, instead of jumping into the action, we get the bum, 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 bum. That's my favorite part. It's pretty good. Um, Also, my Google assistant recognized the song. It was telling me that it was Fighting Gold by Coda. Creepy. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Google's always listening. Uh, So this starts with uh, Bucciarati and Prosciutto hanging outside the train. It starts with some dude getting blown to bits that's true actually yeah what was that and so we tried to watch the, it again to be like who was that but it was just nobody it was, it was just, no it was the driver i know but it was like no one important oh uh, yeah you know what i mean it was just some spare just, death it just starts with splat i just thought, yeah. we, I thought we'd see their face and be like oh no. but you, you just it's just like a few frames you're not meant splat. to care about who died i know it sucks it was gross though there's some gross stuff in this up i like it talking about gross stuff yeah it was pretty gross a lot of splats splats and squishes i actually now thinking about it i feel bad for um i mean prosciutto was kind of a dick but he he's just like in pain all like his bones are all broken and bloody and oh my god yes but oh know, my god he did also horrifically age people imagine on a all, train. all of your bones are broken yeah maybe he gets what he deserves yeah, but, fuck but you. like that's so much worse than just dying i think but no. that's his standability he can't help it no, what? <laughs> what else is he going to do? No, these guys are assholes. If you want to if you want to kill people, you should expect to be killed. And if you want to like damage and or kill many people innocently, unaware on a train, get ready to die painfully. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just cuz you're friends with somebody who you're also abusive to, by the way. He's mean to Pesci. That's one way of but looking at it. It's like a love it's like a love bullying. Uh-huh. Cuz they're in a gang. Right. And they can't show their true love emotions for each other. The brotherly way, emotions. The way men do. Right. But especially if you're in a, in a you know, a gang that's like supposed to be all, oh, we're tough and masculine and yeah. shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so his way of showing love is by being like kind of like a tough brother who's also like a mentor. But he's also very encouraging to him, especially last episode. He was like... It's okay, Pesci. Just believe in yourself. You can do it. Like, but that's just because he needs a helpful partner or gang member. Yeah, but that was still Maybe. nice. I that's guess. Nice Doesn't he hit him do. though? Doesn't he hit him at some point? Or is that just men saying hello? <laughs> As a man, uh-huh. I hit other men a lot. Pesci well, loves him. Yeah, it's he true. He calls him bro. He calls him bro. And he loves him. Um, There's a lot of love there. So they're hanging outside the train, Bucciolati and they're, Prosciutto. Like ha- they're hanging, not like hanging out. Right, they're, they're not <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> they're, just, a, no, they're just hanging out. Having an espresso. No. Um, and uh, Prosciutto... They're hanging, they're hanging by the fish hook, um, by Pesci's fish hook. Not yet, not yet, I don't think. Aren't they? Oh, no, they're just hanging. They're clinging on, to a zipper. They're hanging onto the zipper uh, opening. Right. Um, and Prosciutto is like trying to uh, escape, or no, he's telling Pesci to stop the train. Right, but Pesci is like, I don't know how to stop this fucking train. Well, if Pesci's passed out, and he's, he first has to, what's his name? Prosciutto has to scream at him to wake him up. 
Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then Pesci hooks him because they're about to like fall out of the train, I think. Yeah, but basically, the, I think there's a moment where they start to fall um, and Pesci hooks his hand because we always see Pesci throw his fish hook into someone's hand and arm and then dig the, you know, further into their body. But in this case, he grabs his friend's hand and just leaves it there so he can hold on to him. But Bucciarati almost falls off and uses sticky fingers as like an extension of himself to grab uh, Prigido's leg and stay with him in the train. Yeah, and Pesci notices this. He's like, okay, I feel the weight of two bodies, so um, Bucciarati must be hanging on as well. Pesci notices a lot with his beach boy. It has gotten upgraded. There's apparently a line cut where Bucciarati says like, oh, Pesci can feel even the littlest moments using beach boy. Um, but it's a little ridiculous. That would make it very easy to go fishing if you could tell right. where all the fish were. Exactly. Mm. You should just be a fisherman. Ignore the skull on your oh man on your uh, rod. If he played that power in Stardew Valley, he would just catch all the best fish. <laughs> and he would just make so much money. You know what I realized, by the way, <laughs> is um I thought it was just for a cool effect, but Pesci's line, when it's going through a wall, it has like a water ripple effect on it, which I think is supposed to be like a reference to a pond, like when you actually have your fishing line mm-hmm. coming out of the water. I didn't notice that until now. I think that oh, is I cool. Well, fuck you. <laughs> Go ahead, Jackie. What what else happens? Now they're, they're hanging on to each other. The line is in uh, oh, Prosciutto's hand. Yeah, and Prosciutto just starts kind of going off on a monologue as as he likes to do but uh he was talking to bucciarati and while while being hung from this train he decides that now is the best time to have this conversation um and he's like he basically tells bucciarati that he has a lot of respect for him and that um well not not in those words but that that he's an he's a capo who can make impartial decisions yeah and is willing to die yeah uh, yeah, and he underestimated him basically. And he was a, he was a good choice for the boss to to put him in charge. Um, and so he was like, "I underestimated you, and like, you're pretty badass." And then um, he kicks him in the face. And a then he just bit. starts kicking him He's in the like, face, stomping on his face. Like, get the fuck off! Like, I want like basically trying to get him to to not hang on anymore. He says he funny. says you're an unlucky capo. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. It's almost like I guess maybe in in Japanese he was like, "You're a good capo, but you're an unlucky capo." And starts stomping on his face, which isn't really luck. I mean, it's sort of you being an asshole, Prigido, but whatever. And then Sticky Fingers um, kind of jumps out at, at him and starts punching him. Oh, it try it doesn't it just miss completely? It oh, seems it like it. Yeah. it seems like it misses. This is like the fourth time we've seen this happen in JoJo, where they're like, ah, you're an idiot or you're too slow or whatever. Yeah. You tried to hit me. And then they're like, I wasn't trying to hit yeah. you. So, so Prosciutto goes, you're still aging, you know, yeah. you're too slow. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to hit Bucciarati in the chest and Bucciarati's like I didn't miss and then I don't understand what happened and here. then wait and then also Prosciutto is like oh yeah M- Mista is still alive and he's not really he doesn't look like he's aging and I'm missing something here and yeah I think he goes uh, maybe I'm unlucky <laughs> so but what it is Miles is that Sex Pistols number six told Bucciarati uh hey whoever hits the line uh-huh the line uh, damages whoever is hooked. So oh. Bucciarati punches the fishing wire, which then affects uh, Prosciutto. Mm. So I don't quite understand why hitting the line with the zipper power makes the zipper power transfer to the affected, but sure. Because to me, it should just be that it hurts him, you know? Yeah. Like we didn't see bullet holes pop out of Mista when, when Mista shoots the fishing line, you know? he just I think he just gets hurt. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It should be like holes popped out of him. Then I'd be like, okay, this is consistent. But instead it's like, oh, okay. Somehow it's not just damaging. It's zippers. Okay. Then, so what happens is Prosciutto's hand unzips because that's what Bucciarati wanted to transmit and somehow it perfectly translated. Mm-hmm. And his hand opens up, freeing the fishing wire, the fishing line, and then... He flies off. You Bucciarati see another splat. Yeah, he gets yeah. splatted. This was a painful one. And we assume that he's RIP. Mark and Miles both went... Ooh, at the same time when, when he went splat. It, it was good. <laughs> Rest in pastrami. Okay. Okay. I'll take that. Um, is, <laughs> wait, pastrami though, that's a rest beef in, product. Rest in prosciutto. Yeah. yeah, but he is prosciutto. Mm-hmm. Rest in... Pork. Processed meat. Belly. Very both good. <laughs> very both good. Both good very. <laughs> um, anyway. So now we just think that, and then this is Pesci kind of has a transformation here, right? Because Pesci's like, wait a minute, I'm no longer hooked to prosciutto. I was hooked on prosciutto's right hand. Yeah. Now this is someone's left hand. What is happening? He also notices, oh wait, maybe we, maybe he doesn't notice this, but we, we see before him that the aging is starting to wear off. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then he notices some that as pa- well. Some of the passengers start to wake up. Yeah. Um, and this one passenger that I thought was Narancha at first. <laughs> Did you guys feel that way? No. no. Uh, but just, I was I was suspicious of him because last time there was a, a loud mouth uh, aging passenger. It ended up being... Um, prosciutto. Prosciutto stand or prosciutto. I don't know. Yeah, oh, prosciutto aged no, himself. No, it was, it was prosciutto. He was aging himself. So I was suspicious of this person because I was like, what? who is this person? Why are they talking? I mean, and this person was an asshole because for some reason they come up there and they're like, hey, I'm getting old for some reason and I've lost a tooth. And they see Pesci standing outside the the cockpit or whatever, the driver's cab. And he's like, hey, tell the driver to stop the train. Do you hear me, you idiot? Like, stop he, the tra-. And I'm like, he, he can't see stands. He calls him a mamoni. Yeah, also. he calls him a mamoni, which is oddly specific for a guy that just is posing weird and looks like a vegetable. Why would you know he's a mama's boy? Um, and he's telling him all this stuff. I, th- I don't think it's like literally mama's boy apparently it is though because when i looked it up last time um there was an article about how more italian men are staying at home Mm -hmm. so like i don't oh but you just think it could be an insult like you might just throw it at somebody right yeah okay like calling somebody a pussy or something like you don't know that that person is a coward but you're still using that it would just be weird to me if i yelled hey mama's boy at somebody yeah, you know, but maybe it's like a widely used yeah. insult. Yeah, Italians write in uh, and tell us. Also, tell per us, do trains have emergency brakes in Italy? Mm. I can't remember. In the nineties, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you can't remember. Um, so yeah, to me, it's like he, he can't see the fishing line. He can't see the Beach Boy stand. So he just sees some vegetable-looking guy, some mamoni vegetable-looking guy, kind of like posing awkwardly, like trying to pull something invisible and he's like hey dumbass like why don't you go over the door what do you why do you, why does this guy have to do it just because he's staring at the door he's clearly busy um but he ends up dying but i think he's an asshole so we don't care that he dies mm-hmm. i certainly don't yeah so he's he walks you did you show that did you say this he he walks up he walks forward and then he starts aging yeah that's what happens he which makes aging especially go like oh prosciutto's still alive yeah because he was yeah because 
because Pe- Pesci figured it out that it was like he was like oh this guy is young now and he's being an asshole and then the guy keeps walking and then he gets old and he realized that Prosciutto's still alive and he's under the train he's clinging to the bottom of the train and with his last strength he's still using his stand to age everyone and all, this inspires Pesci all of his bones are broken he is just like yes. like parts of his body are hanging off he's like a bag of skin a bl- and he's like bloody and a bag of skin like Billy McFarlane his whole life hurts what? a fire Hmm. uh sure we were talking about how he looks like he looks like he's wearing somebody else's skin yeah he looks like someone took a bag of skin and just pulled it over this is this is billy mcfarlane the guy who uh lied to everyone about the fire festival watch the documentary yeah interesting which one though the netflix one the netflix okay so far I'm, i'm i'm being very shallow because there are very cool people who look bad but this guy sucks (laughs) <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, we kind of skipped over a little bit. The Pesci starts freaking out when he sees this guy is unaging because he loves prosciutto so much and he starts oh, freaking out about he's it. he's sad that his bro is dead. He's yeah. like, bro. I, I like this episode because uh, the combat is cool, even if it doesn't always make sense. But that in general is way... That <laughs> you can sum what up JoJo's, JoJo's is. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I like Pesci. I like that he got more of... more. Um, he got to develop a little bit. He got more time on screen with his ability being cool. Because at first I forgot... I, for those who don't know, I've read the comic already, but I forgot all of it because it was 15 fucking years ago or more. Um, no, it was a little under that. Uh, so uh, do you guys need the exact date? I'll, t- I'll, I'll look it up. I'll yes, get the... I'll get please the, uh, give us the years. I'll get the date created off the... months the, and the dates. The manga JPEGs I downloaded in college. Um, he uh, fucking... What was I saying? So something happened. You like this episode because oh, something happens yeah, yeah. to Pesci. Pesci gets to use his ability more because I forgot and I thought that he was done after uh, Mista shoots his finger off and he sits there freaking out and then he gets the pep talk. I thought he was just going to be like a side character, just like watching Prosciutto and rooting for him. So I'm very glad that he got to step into it. And Bucciarati later says like, oh, he was the more dangerous one, um, which I don't know if I agree with, but whatever. So he gets on top of the train somehow, right? Bucciarati. Oh, no, no. So well, Pesci's resolve is strengthened by this. He's very inspired that Prosciutto is like, is willing to go so far to kidnap a woman. <laughs> right. So he's like, I'm going to do everything I can too. Because he yeah. knows he's still alive now. But Pesci realizes that there's no way that he can survive, right? And Pesci realizes there's no way Prosciutto can survive. And he's yeah. inspired by the fact that he's still using it's his It's weird. Dad. He somehow knows that he's going to die any minute now. Yeah. I, he, it's not like he had his fish hook in him and it could tell his pulse or his broken bones. So I don't know why he knows that. Maybe I missed something. Anyway, Pesci is kind of, yeah, like you said, he's strengthened by it. And he kills the guy who was mm-hmm. harassing him. He just goes over and like steps on his neck a bit. And yeah. we learn that's the first person he's ever murdered. Yay. And he's like, it wasn't, so proud. It's, he's like, it wasn't as bad as I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I think he said that. And he's like, now no one is left to call me a Mamoni. <laughs> Which I don't know, man. If this guy randomly knew you were a Mamoni, <laughs> just walk around. People know. Um, anyway, good job, Pesci. Great Congrats. job. You murdered somebody who was rude. Um, so yeah, Bucciarati somehow gets on top of the train. I guess he zip flips his way on up there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess he zip flips his way up there. He and takes the, a zip trip. And the bullet is talking to him and he's like, Bucciarati! I, I love the bullet voices. <laughs> the voice is Number great. Number six. Yeah. The voice is great. And I'm pretty sure it's the same voice actor for Mista. So it's just like the Mista voice actor is like, oh, I have to do the Sex Pistols voice now? <laughs> Mista, we gotta... <laughs> I can't do it anymore. Bucciarati, you gotta hurry up and release that hook. Bucciarati, oh no! <laughs> so, <clears throat> that is probably what has damaged my voice. And the hook is traveling further and further up, and 
Uh, right, because Butcherado used it so that he could cling on, yeah. but it's still in him. He and tries it, to unzip his hand yeah, so that he can get the hook out, but the hook Pesci keeps, just keeps on hooking him. It follows him, and then he keeps zipping, and the hook keeps following him, and he's like, zip, zip. Like, zip, zap, zap. Yeah. Um, the hook starts to enter his chest, and it starts to go, uh, it's like approaching his heart very slowly. I don't know why. It seems like Pesci can make it happen a lot faster, because well, he does it later. He makes it move around the air faster, doesn't he? But through a body, it's uh, a little bit slower, I think. Okay, that makes sense. Because that's later he says that he's like, well, I was unconfident, so I start at the extremity, and then I make my way toward the heart. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't know. There's and, still a lot of damage he could have done, though. Like, with the, on the, the way in? Yeah. yeah. mm yeah. I mean, I'm sure he has a lot of like internal pain <laughs> for the next True. like He's couple days. He's a tough guy, Bucciarati. Um And uh, Bucciarati realizes, oh, this guy is even more terrifying uh, than right. the guy who ages people um, because he can just like, he can just, you, you can't escape him and he can just hone in right into your heart and like murder you. Um, so he uses sticky finger to punch the line for some reason and then that's a little bit later okay because well at this point we see he's on top of the train and pesci's like swinging him around he tries to make him fly through these uh, electrical wires oh, i zoned out above the train and, and then he, i zoned out and then he was inside the train and i was like okay right somehow <laughs> bucciotti's using his zippingness to avoid stuff he zips a, a circle like open pouch uh like it's a coin purse into the top of the train and he or just some kind of circle sweet case. coin purse ref like a headphone case uh, and he goes into the train. Uh, uh, cut from this, by the way, in the manga, uh, Pesci compliments Bucciarati dodging the wires, which I think mm-hmm. is funny. I don't remember what he says, but I just saw it on the JoJo wiki. He said, good job. He was like, whoa, that was nice. I don't know how I knew that, <laughs> but sweet. Um, yeah, so Bucciarati goes into the train car and and the line is still following him. And Jackie, this, I think, is when he starts beating up the fishing wire. So that it ah. transmits all of the zippingness into his own body. Because mm. I, I don't know why he can't just do it himself. Oh, yeah. And so he's zipped into a million pieces. Right. So this way, uh, this makes the line fall out of him because I guess it can't mm. figure out where to follow. Right. So now he's just laying in pieces, uh, which is a reference to picking up the pieces by average white band. Or a um, reference of... Uh, to Pieces of Me by Ashley Simpson. Mm. <laughs> Reference to Smithereens, the band. Anyway. Anyway. I'm sure there's other songs. Pesci is looking for Bucciarati's heart using the fishing hook. You kind of see yeah. it snaking around through the air, looking for this heartbeat. And Bucciarati's reasoning is like, if I just stay still, he'll give up. My resolve will be stronger than his. Yeah. Right. So one one important thing. What were you gonna say, Mark? I, w- I was just gonna say like it's kind of unclear what the deal is with sticky fingers. So like because we have that purple void on all of his pieces, there's are they still kind of connected? Because he seems like he can't survive that long, but yeah. his heart is in a different place. Because I thought he unzipped everything, but his heart and his brain were in the same chunk. Mm-hmm. But they're not. His heart is in a different place somewhere. So are they all? Is he like a fucking Bluetooth array or something? Mm. Like he's just somehow wirelessly paired to all of his body parts. Mm. It's like a linked list. <laughs> Jackie, something. no more programming talk. <laughs> it's like a matrix. Of like they're meat. they're they're located in different parts of memory or something, uh-huh. but they're all like they each point to the next item in the list, so right. they're connected 
somehow. I don't know. All of his parts are on Amazon's Glacier. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> that would be bad. It would take a long time for them to, to for you to be able to retrieve the pieces if they oh. were in Glacier. It would take like hours or days. Um. Anyways, uh. So one thing, the bullet is like when when he when he gets all zipped into pieces, uh. The bullet is like, Bucciarati, are you gonna be okay? <laughs> He's like, this is crazy. He's like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? Help this guy. Like. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's a talking bullet thing. <laughs> He's, not, love, he's a bullet goblin. He's not even a bullet. This talking bullet is my favorite mascot. Number of, six. Of, yeah, Number six. Just, he's the man. He's the best. He's, he's just, great. Like I think of other mascots for the show, which are like Iggy. Like I think Iggy's a mascot. Yeah, like, yeah. Sometimes some other some other good mascots. I like the there's just the there's, talking bullet at one of the the bookstores in New York that's Japanese. I don't think it's Kinokuniya. It might be a different one. There is, there were some like one or two Jojo Goods things, and one of them was keychains based on uh, Sex Pistols. And now I'm like, oh, I kind of wish I bought yeah. one of those. It's like little number three, number six hanging off your key ring. I like that Bucciarati talks to him too. I don't know that we see people talk to other people's stands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like the mixing and matching. That is cool. Um, so, and Prosciutto, while he's like, you know, trying to use his fish hook. No, not Prosciutto, I'm sorry. Uh, Pesci, and he's trying to use his fish hook to figure out where Bucciarati is. Um, he, he, he kind of hears Prosciutto's voice in his head. It's not the real Prosciutto, but it's like... He's imagining what he would say, it's right? Like this, it's, it's kind of like he's using him as like a conscience or like a way to um, kind of like, figure out, like get him out of the situation. Like, what would, what would Prosciutto say to me? Like, what would Jesus do? But what would Prosciutto do? <laughs> You know, WWPD like George Clooney and gravity a little bit. Oh, I don't remember the later part. I don't remember. Yeah, Jackie, you both of you didn't like gravity. I, hated gravity. I didn't like gravity. Gravity's no. a stupid movie. I liked gravity. <laughs> I thought it wasn't good. Jackie's defying. Gravity. I like the song. Yes, I like that song <laughs> from the, a musical, a completely unrelated work. It's good. Wicked. I have yeah. not. I have Wicked not seen. Wicked has great music. I haven't seen. I it. I personally like the music better than the actual musical. I think you should just listen to the music. I didn't think it was actually <laughs> called Wicked. I thought Wicked was a Boston reviewer saying how much they liked it. Wicked. They were like Wicked. Oh God. Sorry. <laughs> Wicked to me doesn't sound like Boston. It would be. It like, is really wicked. Yeah. Wicked sweet bro. Wicked wicked really? sick. Yeah. It sounds like it should be surfer slang. No ma. Nah. No? no surfers say uh. What do they hella. Say? <laughs> yeah. They do say hella. Or what's the other one that's not hella? Tubular. I don't know. That's nineties. <laughs> they say stoked, and I remember seeing that like in the Olympics, even people from other countries go like, "Yeah, I'm really stoked by my score." <laughs> like like Olympics, like surfing yeah. or snowboarding. Yeah, I haven't said stoked in a long time. Listeners, actually. write in from wherever you are in the world and tell us what the slang is for like cool, excited, tell great. You're like intensifier, like yeah. very or hello, yeah. mad. Yeah, let so, us so know. In German, I think they say geil. What does that but mean? But geil is cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. But how do they say very? Oh, like just very? Yeah, because that's what we're talking about, right? Really? Zer. No, there's there's two different things. Zer. There's like, like if you're stoked for something, that is oh, like you're excited. Like excited. Yeah. Right? But like hella is Hella's like, very. it's like a very. Yeah, so how do you say very excited for a cool thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how how do you say in your slang, I'm very. Me- how do you I'm, say hella cool? I'm mad hype for this. Mad hype. I'm, yeah. I'm mega pumped for this awesomeness anyway uh so uh what happened okay so yeah so he see here he hears um prosciutto in his head telling him like 
to go for it or whatever or giving him advice i don't remember what the advice was um anyway so so his fish hook finds a body and like instantly kills it but it's just like some dude that was there on the train and he like just rips passenger. the guy's heart out like he's kano yeah um and then but and then his like fishing line kind of brushes against Prejudo's beating heart and yeah. I mean Bujarati's beating beating heart and he's like oh shit and so he he cuts it in half he karate chops his, his own heart his own heart in half to stop it from beating I don't he killed himself understand like if his if his if the pieces are all linked together then his heart should still be beating just like in in two halves I think. But well, if his heart is actually not beating, then he, he should be dead. dead. But well, he's not the first no. JoJo's character because to stop his own heartbeat. When your heart stops, blood stops flowing, like blood stops like getting oxygen to your brain and your brain starts to die. That's why the well, Sex Pistols number six comments on this. It says, how long can you live? And he doesn't know, by the way, because he's not Hirohiko Araki. But the number six does say, how long can you live? And I think, what, what is it, like two minutes, minute and a half? Some, some like medical major is laughing at mm-hmm. me right now. Uh, and the baby is yelling. But uh, yeah, that baby knows. That's why. But the thing is, is that yes, you you won't have permanent brain damage at least until that time elapses. But I think you're unconscious if your heart stops beating, right? Can you be awake and your not heart if isn't you're beating? Jotaro uh, or or Bucciarati here? Um, and it's weird because if he just has sticky fingers, karate chop his heart. Isn't that not the same as unzipping it? And therefore, how does he put it back together? How do I you think mend he did, a broken heart? Uh, I think. <laughs> Hmm. How can a loser ever what win? What becomes of the broken You switch to a different song. The, I know. That's the one I wanted. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know your song. It's um the Bee Gees. Oh. Or maybe just Andy Gibb. Heartbreak, you got the best of me, but I just keep on coming back incessantly. Oh, That's the only song I can think of that uses the term incessantly. That's true. Also, Heartbreaker dream maker but i think he unzips it like we just see the karate chai there's no teeth yeah but you see it gets zipped together afterward i guess so Uh, but he can probably zip together a lot of things my god the baby is screaming baby going ham shut that baby up what what were we talking about last we were talking about how bucciarati pulled the shit where he cut oh, his own the, yeah, heart he's in, in pieces now, and then he karate chops open his own heart, but then he does zip it back together because I guess he can do that. Yeah, so we think he's dead, and Sex Pistols number six tries pushing the part of his body with the heart because at this point, Pesci has re- retracted his line. He's yeah, given yeah. up and realized that, oh shit, the guys in the turtle are going to unage and they're going to attack me. I have to go address the turtle issue. Yeah. Um, so Bucciotti's like, all right, time to come back together. But then he's like, oh fuck. Sex Pistols can't push the part back to him, and the train turns. So the parts slide on the floor away from Butrati's head, and Butrati kind of dies. Like we see the sparkle, yeah, and he leaves goes, his body. How unlucky! <laughs> Which I guess is like uh, at this point, since we've seen that happen to Mista, yeah, and to him, and to Joseph, it doesn't mean anything anymore. It, it mean, I guess it means like your consciousness. Like when you fall asleep, do the sparkles come off? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know anymore. <laughs> it's like I guess it's your life. It's every time you close your eyes. Every time you close your eyes. Yeah. You, you wake sparkles. up feeling so sparkly. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, no, I guess it is death, but technically people are brought back from flatlining and stuff. So it's it's death. Sleep mm-hmm. is the cousin of death. Oh, who said that? Nas. Nice. 
No, Nas. Nas. <laughs> I don't even sit down because sitting down is the second cousin twice removed of death. Wow. It's the cousin of the cousin. I love sleep and death. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. The whole family. Anyway. So, yeah. So, Butcherati thinks he's dead. But what ends up happening is that I think at this point, Pesci does stop the train. Um, yeah. Which he, causes... He, he, he pulls the brake. Why does he pull the brake? Uh, I guess because he wants to go see his uh, his bro one last time, who's like on his, on mm. his death bed, which is the bottom of a train. <laughs> uh, yeah, his death undercarriage. So, he stops the train and then... Like that, all of the body parts start to like naturally come together and get zipped all back up. And Bucciarati's alive again. Yay. And he's like, and then he, he gets out. Well, so so now um, Pesci gets out to find his bro. And I keep, saying, I keep saying his bro. It's not his bro, but I'm going to call him his bro. And then. Bro Shudo. <laughs> Pretty good. Nice. Um, and then Bucciarati gets out to, to catch up to him. <laughs> And yeah, he zips, he zips out to him. Right. And he's like, oh, I guess I was lucky. Uh, and Pesci just starts being all mad and revengey. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I'm going to kill you right now in front of, in front of bro. You know, I I thought, you know, when, when he first kind of turns evil or determined and confident on the train, I was like, they tried to make Pesci look cool, but he still has that stupid fleshy face neck combo. Yeah. Yeah. Even though his eyes are more evil now. And then when he steps on the guy, He's supposed to seem more like badass, but it's just a little like boop, like tap of his foot. So he doesn't look cool. Pesci. <laughs> his voice does change a little. Thing. Yeah. Mm. He start, he's like kind of has that like, like a little bit less. <laughs> that like like voice. It goes away a little bit. I thought you were going to say like chicharron. 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 Anyway. Dame el chicharron para comer. <laughs> <laughs> Our friend Jose Jose. Hopefully he's laughing. Yeah. But anyway. Um. What was I going to say? Shit. <laughs> oh, right. I was going to say, I was going to say, um, Pesci seems like just from his character design that he was originally meant to be just a joke character. Like, yeah. you know, and then he kind of evolved into being like, all, you almost kind of want to root for him a I, little bit. I did root like, for him. The music helped too. There's, there's the music. There's like, he's like, I'm doing this for my bro. And he's, it, you know, he, he's a character that evolves in a short amount of time, like from being kind of just like, kind of an idiot, low confidence, you know, to, to ha- being like motivated and like making some smart moves and like trusting himself so and like wanting to avenge his bro who he loves. The um, assassination. So sweet. Yeah. The assassination squad is like maybe the first time, but it doesn't matter. It's just a good foil for the Bucciarati gang where it's a group of five or so guys who are in the gang and have stands that uh, are bros to each other and have a common goal of killing the boss pretty mm-hmm. much, right? Don't they both want to kill Yeah. Uh, the boss whose name I almost said out loud? Um, what? And uh, I'm good. What's his name? Um, it doesn't matter. Is it Dio? It, no, Wait, stop what, it. What, what, what are Italian foods? Let's try to guess. What's like a Italian food that sounds like it could be uh, a boss? Oh, macaroni. <laughs> oh, man. Would you be disappointed if the boss's name was macaroni? Or would you be like, no, that's cool. Yeah, and that's the thing too. It would have to be what 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 sounds cool like to Japanese people, not just like what we think might be cool. Orewa you know? lasagna <laughs> with my stand marinara. <laughs> no, ma- yeah, marinara would definitely be a woman, I think. But Ra- anyway, ragu. <laughs> I don't know. Just tomato. His name is tomato. <laughs> anyway, He's just bright red. Oh man. 
Yeah, that's. I, I hate to tell you this, but the, the Pesci design is where all the designs are going no. from now on. They all just look like different vegetables. Is that true? No. Oh, God. I would love that. that that's a spoiler for you. They don't all look like weird vegetables. Okay. Oh, man. Well... That's a little disappointing. But anyway. I mean, Pesci's stand I, is also honest, super dangerous, which makes him scarier too. Who? Bujarati or Pesci? Pesci's. Yeah. We get to see its potential now. Because before we were like, he's an idiot. He doesn't know how to use it. Yeah. It's fine. But the fact that now we can see that it can sense all this stuff. There's something also cut, thanks Jojo Wiki, uh, of he attacks a passenger with it because uh, somebody's watch or headphones kind of vibrates. And since he can sense every little thing, mm. uh, he attacks people. Because um, he was looking for heartbeats. Butcherati notices that uh, he's for some reason says like trickery won't won't work with this guy. Like he's I guess he, he he's like oh this guy's too sharp. He can see the change in his eyes. Yeah. Mm. And you know you see Prosciutto under the train who's like, Gambate. He's like, go for it. <laughs> go like, for it. Fucking kill me. <laughs> Please. Victory. You already have it. Um, and he goes, I'll watch over you. Which he doesn't know that. Butcherati gets a hook like in his heart. Yeah, like Pesci puts a hook in his heart, and but this is cool. He go he punches the line in a way that it wraps around Pesci's neck, and then he just tugs on it and snaps Pesci's neck, and yeah. it's so cool. Sticky fingers just like use, holds the thing and uses it against yeah. uh, Pesci. Um, yeah, well, and Pesci attacked his heart directly because he said he's like, "You think I was going to go for your arm?" But I used to go for people's arms because I wasn't confident. But now I know that I can mm. aim and hit your heart, which is weird because I think hitting a chest is an easier target than hitting an arm yeah. personally. But what do I know? I don't have a fishing line stand. True. My stand is different from that. I think limbs limbs are pretty limbs might be easier to hit. I don't know. I guess because people leave them places and they're sticking out of their body. But generally, yeah. like when you shoot a real gun, you're supposed to aim for the chest for yeah. center mass. You yeah. don't even aim for the head. Well, also so you can recognize the body after the fact. But I always go for the head in Red Dead. And you don't know if you want to kill the person sometimes. But you get a just, bonus for it. The most mass is there. Mm. Um, Bujarati, after he kind of like leaves Pesci like almost dead, basically, Bujarati is like... Uh, you're supposed to claim victory afterwards. Yeah, you forgot that rule. <laughs> it says in our gang, we say, what do they say? I don't remember. But they always, they're supposed to say like, they, you never say, I'm going to kill you. You, you say, just say, I've, I've killed, killed you. you. Yeah, something like that. And then Pesci is like, I'm going to do one. He's like, like almost, dead. like he's like, very hurt but he's like ah but i'm gonna do one last thing i grab the turtle and he pulls out the turtle he's like i grabbed the turtle before i jumped out of the train and for some reason trish pops out and for some reason trish has been like in his skirt the whole time like in his robe like where where was she why was she like i don't know why was he like dragging her around i'm actually looking for the panel apparently it's changed a little bit did she but fall when, out of the turtle when she first comes out of the turtle so. she's like inside pesci's coat for some reason weird yeah. I, I don't really get it it's but like anyway big, she gets a big out reveal but pesci's gonna slam the turtle and kill the rest of he wants to crush the turtle well he, think, he thinks it is certainly we don't know what's gonna happen to them they'd probably just like when other stands end they'd probably just come out full size and beat the shit out of him mm. it would hurt the turtle not kill. the turtle i know poor mr president i mean coco jumbo hold on a second uh-huh. what you remember when they're when they're out of the train and they're like right next to where um Right next to where Prosciutto is. Why didn't Prosciutto just instantly age and kill um, Bujarati, who was right fucking there? He can't move his arm. He's got to grab him directly in order to have the super aging process. His stand has to grab. He has a stand. His stand can move and do anything. But he's really fucked up. We know that if you age a little bit, your stand is slower. I mean, he's like a fucking accordion person mm. right now. <laughs> all right, he's all fine. like, 
like squeeze down there. I thought there's a really cool shot, by the way, uh, where they get really close to him and show his like one eye open as he's crushed. It's mm. really cool angle. Very artistic. Anyway, so Butcherati uses his uh, sticky fingers, uh, go-go gadget punch, and he just like the shoots an arm the zoom out. zoom punch, basically. <laughs> zoom punch version two, yeah. And he yeah. says something like, I thought you were cool, but it turns out you're just a piece of shit. And he calls him, I think, Gesuyaro or something like that. And pieces of shit will always fail. <laughs> it's like, I, okay. <laughs> he throws the punch, literally, and then he, 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 he does like the, the, the super punches, like the ora oras, but he doesn't say ora ora. It sounds like, ay, 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 ay. So what, what he's yelling is, ari, ari. Ari. So it, it segues into ari vederci. Ah. Oh. But, but it unzips it's, the hell out of him. It's silly because I think it's supposed to be, I think in the hiragana, I, I didn't catch it quickly enough, but I think it's supposed to be sayonara. But sayonara in Japanese is more like farewell. It's something you would say to someone you're not going to see again. It's like que le vaya bien in Spanish or other languages I don't know. It's not like saying bye. Whereas I think arrivederci is like a formal goodbye. It's not ciao. I could be wrong. Italian speakers uh, write in and tell me if it's a permanent goodbye. But I think both are permanent. You think arrivederci is permanent? I think so. I'm going to look it up. Or it can be. I think it can be. I don't know. I don't know. I think saying goodbye to someone sounds very... You know what I mean? Like, I think depending on the context, even just saying goodbye to somebody could could feel like it, it's actually I guess forever. you do say goodbye. Dia you know? says that in English in part one in the anime. He goes, goodbye, Jojo. It's, yeah. it's see you later, according oh. to me in Italian. From Italian, it means goodbye to to see each other of us again. Mm. Yeah. From the infinite rivedersi. Mm. Okay. Till we meet again. Which... You should say in Italian, which we're not going to. <laughs> because you're dead. You're dead. You're not retired. You're straight up dead. They are dead. The heroes are all okay. And uh, they're like, well, I guess we should use another form of transportation. This, uh, yeah, this is not good. We shouldn't stay here. This is uh, another episode in which Giorno Giovanni barely features. Barely yeah. features and a method of transportation is destroyed. <laughs> Ruined. And then suddenly, you know, we look at Trish and she's like, um, I have a question. And it's like, I don't know if I'm, Butcherati's like, I don't know if I'm authorized to answer your questions right now. She's like, no, you have to answer my question. She's like, um, what am who am i what is this and she she you like you see now uh that there's like this giant looks like a dinosaur footprint it looks like like jurassic park it looks a giant handprint of like a monster or something and it looks almost like um fire yeah it looks like it's burning yeah um and she's like what is this and why can I see strange things? Which means that she was able to see, I guess, all the stand stuff. This would right. be her first time seeing stand in, in stuff. The, in the manga, there's like here in the in the anime. Actually, we see her crawl away from Pesci after she uh, like comes out of the turtle and and his coat. Um, but in the manga, she just sits there, and we see her perspective. Uh, it's from from her angle. This fight happens. We see it mm-hmm. through her eyes. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's like sort of a slow, a small hint of yeah. Hey, she's a stand user for serious because she can see the fight. Oh, that's cool they should i feel like they should have done that here that would have been cool just show her watching it yeah that would yeah to see it from her perspective maybe like show her thinking about it like what is this shit like i think that would have been cool yep we don't really get much from her in in any of this so far but this is maybe that'll change this is starting to ramp up yeah i think it's i'm i'm happy she's a stand user i thought she i suspected she would be um she dresses apart that's right look how you're dressed (laughs) yeah right 
You were asking for a stand. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why I had to bring it there. My bad. I hope she doesn't die. And I hope that, or if she does die, that it's that she at least gets a chance to fight. Um, but we'll see. Um, and so, so they try to figure out a different mode of transportation, I guess. And then you see this guy who's like all purpley looking. And he wears um, a weird purple mask like Robin. Yeah, and I guess his name is Malone. Maloney? Maloney. Who would like to guess what that means? Like orange. It straight up means melon. Uh, no, Narancha is melon. I mean, orange. <laughs> no, Narancha is melon. No, Narancha is orange. Is Don't it fuck lemon? this up for me. <laughs> Stop it. Maloney. Kumquat. Um, Christopher Maloney from... What, what, American, American Summer? Summer, Oz. Yeah, we get it. Melone's talking on the phone with somebody. He's reporting back like what he sees. He's like, I see some bodies here. These two are dead. You know, whatever, whatever. We don't um, We don't see who he's talking to, do we? No, and he's, collect, oh. and he's collecting bl- blood samples for some reason. That's right. He gets a sample of Bucciarati's blood. Yeah. How does he know it's Bucciarati's blood? I don't know, but Neither. he's getting blood samples. Oh, I wanted to say, um, oh, and that's where the episode ends. Yeah. I wanted to say that part of me goodbye it's like uh <laughs> it's it's like um by the way you should hear the end of last episode miles i had fun oh. putting it together with the goodbye oh, sound no. effect um uh, you know when we saw them beat the, one of the guys one of the condom boat user guys i forget what his name is um i think it was mario or luigi uh you know butcherati cuts him into pieces there but then you're like oh he's not dead he's just unzipped so I think I think maybe Bucciarati can like put the zipper on you, but then if he like releases his stand on you while you're in pieces, then it's like you were really cut apart. But if he leaves the zipper on you, you can be put back together healthily, I think. Because it's weird, right? Like if he punches him into pieces, shouldn't we be like, okay, well, he could be zipped back up. Mm-hmm. But I think he's also dead and in pieces. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you think like all the hitting killed him. Yeah. yeah. And he got uh, zipped apart. Yeah. Okay. Looking at that, by the way, I feel like I'd be so annoyed when Bucciarati was in pieces or when this guy is, because sometimes you have things that are complicated to zip back up. You know what I mean? Like a case that isn't just like a straight zipper, like on a jacket. Oh, yeah. And you got to zip all around it and shit. I would find that really annoying. But I would like a JoJo figure of something I got to zip up. So if anyone has a zippable JoJo figure, uh, DM me for a P.O. box that I don't have. <laughs> just send it to my dad's p.o box cool 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 um yeah good episode really good episode i thought pretty good but we still have not seen giorno giovanna in a long time <laughs> giorno is not the star this is bruno's bizarre adventure right bro yeah. bruise right yeah. i think we said that actually that was yeah. the name of a podcast episode oh. mm-hmm. um yeah, anyway, if, again, if you want to email us thoughts or answer our questions or speak a foreign language about hella cool, exciting stuff. You write, can. You definitely can. Write to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Uh, tweet to us and follow us, please, at jjbpod. And continue to think about or doing uh, a review for us on Think iTunes. about or doing. Oh, right. I wanted to read something. Uh, <laughs> this this ends um, pretty much, this, this anime episode ends covering volume seven of golden wind from the comic books or volume 53 overall uh and araki has some comments at the end of the volume that i think are worth looking at because they're very silly Uh uh-huh go on tell us more yes so here we go this is araki from the end of volume 53 in my childhood i heard the following kinds of rumors about being a cartoonist Number one, 
cartoonists secretly keep a real handgun in their basements. What? what? Number two, they can just ask anyone to get naked when they're drawing models of men or women. Wow. Number three, there's a person who just gives out ideas and can give them from anywhere in the world. Number four, every fourth day of the week, their night shift is spent golfing and playing on a yacht. How much truth is there in all this? I can't tell you. <laughs> he was like, only one of these is true. It's the handgun thing. The handgun thing is the weirdest thing. What the fuck is that? What does that have to do with anything? I, I don't know. That clearly is true because he has a gun, I think. It's a dangerous. I decided. Um, anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next time. Arrivederci. Arrivederci. Goodbye. We're not doing that again. Okay. Bye. Director Jackie.